Welcome to the Rise Up Network. I'm your host, James Carmody. The Rise Up Network is committed to sharing the good news, sharing the stories of servant leaders, those men and women that are out there making a difference in their community, and making a difference in the marketplace. We have an excellent servant leader in studio with us, someone who is really leading the charge around transitioning veterans, which San Diego is a military town. Military is so important to our community. But a challenge that, that I see, in my humble opinion, as, as a civilian, we still have a breakdown in how our men and women transition. And it shouldn't be so. And so we're here today. I have the program manager for San Diego for Onward to Opportunity, Catherine Warren. Welcome. Thank you, James. So, I mean, transitioning, we're going to get into that. It's really important. And we'll talk about Onward to Opportunity, but... What's what's your background a little bit? I know you're I know you're a Marine, but where did you grow up, and what had you choose the Marine Corps, and what's your path been like? Oh, thanks, James. It's it's kind of funny just with our previous conversation. Yeah. I grew up outside of uh, Cleveland, Ohio, yeah. and ironically, I was in the band, and I saw one of those band folders that said Army Music. Okay. And so I thought, well, how bad could be you know playing your instrument you know in the service be didn't didn't really take to the army it was the marine corps that caught my attention okay and so i honestly started out um to be part of the marine corps drum and bugle corps um wow. things actually didn't go my way and that was okay um but i ended up staying in for 26 and a half years and i was a defense financial manager wow so it was an interesting uh interesting ride thank you for your service thanks very very important and so 26 years, you get out, what was your transition like? You know, it's one of those things where service members, um, at least myself, yeah. you know, and I see it more frequently now with what I do, I, I really thought I had all the answers. You know, I dotted my I's, I crossed my T's, I went back to school. And okay. my husband had, yeah. had did it previously and I just absolutely loved what he did. Uh, so I went back to school and uh, did an executive MBA program at Pepperdine. Mm. And I realized probably in about month three of that program that my industry, the military was just a different industry yeah. um, compared to you know the rest of the, uh, the professionals that were in my cohort with me. Sure. Um, what I didn't realize that was that transition was really a, a thing. And so academically I was challenged you know, and did great with that. Uh, but when it came down to the social piece, you know, I realized right. the, the knife hand didn't go over very well. Right. You know, with my, <laughs> with my cohort, my directness didn't go over very well with my cohort. And uh, it, it was almost, um, they, they finessed me, they helped finesse me. Um, but again, even after, you know, I graduated and, and went on to, to go to work like you're supposed to, yep. um, I thought I had it all figured it out, you know, figured out and I didn't. And it really boiled down to self-identity Mm. and really knowing myself and what I wanted. And yeah. I found out personally that my values really were the Marine Corps' values. And that's not a bad thing, but I really kind of had to dig and find out you know, who I was. I mean, little things like, what do you like to do other than yeah. school and PT? And training. <laughs> exactly. So a uh, little bit of digging, a little bit of soul searching, uh, really uh, made me wake up and you know take some hard looks at myself and mm. you know some hard realizations and I realized those things that I had had while I was on active duty you know weren't necessarily the things that align with my personal life right now and so yeah. in doing that once I made those decisions and figured out like veterans and education are my passions so once Great. I figured out those two things um, things got a little bit easier after yeah. that what was it that you know 
how did how did you learn? You know, how how did how did you learn? Like, hey, I don't like this. I do like this. You know, I want to try this. Don't want to try that because you know, twenty six years in the Marine Corps is a long time, right? And it's like you're doing your PT, you're doing your drills, education, and then it's like, wow, I got my whole life in front of me. You know, how how did you get exposure to different things to figure out what you liked and didn't like? I, I did start out. Um, I found employment right after graduating. Okay, what'd you do? I actually worked for the Target Corporation. Cool. And uh, here in San Diego uh, County, um, fantastic people. Yeah. Um, I've always been fascinated by retail, especially you yeah. know from beginning to end. And I was really excited to um, actually have a bottom line, you know, yeah. and be responsible for that bottom line. Um, the work was fun. The marketing was fun. Getting to deal with the American public was fun. But I think for me, the realization was, even though I had a schedule, mm-hmm. um, my family was off doing one thing. And my schedule was just a little bit different because if you're in retail, you're going to be working weekends, you're going to be working holidays. And so, you know, that traditional schedule just wasn't a traditional schedule for for me anymore. And I began to realize that it wasn't the title, you know, so so many people want that title, you know, because they had that title in the military. And 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 I just was beginning to fastly realize that, you know, that wasn't going to be my long term, you know, solution. Um, I did, you know, I did end up leaving. It was right about at a year. Um, I still actually keep in contact with several people. Um, they're some of the sharpest people, you know, I, I've met, you know, out wow. there. And I learned a lot from uh, from that job. Um, but I had to sit down. It was, uh, you know, a good four or five month time period and really do just a lot of the, uh, the things that uh, we tell our service members to do right now. Um, you know, what are you passionate about? What are your values? Mm. You know, reading the uh, Robert Bowles, What Color Is My Parachute? You yep. know, and, and just really kind of digging into what do I want? And then after self-identifying a little bit, you know, what's going to work for my family? Great. So you so you do that, you go through that process, and then what was your what was your next job opportunity? Um, so I went on from there, and I actually did some work for the Department of Labor as far as being mm-hmm. um, part of the transition programs here aboard the, um, goodness, anything from Camp Pendleton down to Point Loma, uh, the basis, as far as their TRS and their TPGS. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really got into that, um, not only being able to identify with the things that I was saying um, and being passionate about it, but really in that short amount of time that I had, you know, opening up the door to all those transitioning service members and the few spouses that came through. Um, as far as being able to, you know, start picking at what you want to do. Just don't get that first job, you know, fig- start figuring right, don't out. don't just what, settle. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you want to do? And through that opportunity, I found the current position um, that I'm in right now. Talk about the spouses for a second, because, you know, it's, we're not just one person going through life here when we're married. No. And, you know, you got to be responsible and mindful of that. How is that impactful? So the military spouses, and, and I could definitely dive into this a little bit more, um, I, you know, the unsung heroes, um, yeah. you know, you, you wear the uniform, you just don't wear it literally. It's a, it's a figurative, you know, um, speaks, you know, so to say, but uh, the unsung heroes. And, you know, I, I realized while I was on active duty, the sacrifice that military spouses make. And I try to make it as best I could, you know, for, you know, the Marines under my charge. Sure. Um, but really having to uproot yourself, you know, every couple of years, you know, what is my path going to be? Um, so many take a job because they just need to take a job. Yep. Um, and so I, I really, um, I'm really glad that all of the, the, the services out here and the bases out here offer these, um, you know, offer the, 
you know, the TRS and the TPGS to, you know, come, sit, you know, have the spouses come sit in. Yeah. You know, so they can for start. For our lay people that are listening. Yeah. What are TRS and, oh. and TPS? Yeah. Okay, so TRS for the Marine Corps is yep. your transition readiness program. Yep. And then your TPGS is the same thing for the Navy. And those are predominantly the two branches that we deal with out here. Right. And it's, you know, the, those transitioning programs seem like it's so condensed in such a short period of time, almost like drinking out of a fire hose. Yes. And then it's like, what do I have to, I have my whole life in front of me. I don't know what I want to do yet. Yeah, and it's, um, there's a lot, uh, it, it's interesting, just in the several years that I've been out, um, how well all of the bases out here have uh, redefined their programs and put additional things out there. Um, but in addition to what the bases offer, there's a whole county you know, out here with different programs um, that are relevant to that same demographic, that transitioning service member, veteran, and, the, and, and their families out here just in San Diego County alone. Wow. So talk to us about Institute for Veterans and Military Families. You know, what attracted you there and why? Well, ironically, um, there was a slide. Um, I don't know if it's still there, but in the Department of Labor um, presentations that we would do where we would talk about the uh, Department of Defense Skillbridge program. Hmm. And here in San Diego, up at Camp Pendleton, Onward Opportunity falls underneath this this career skills program or the DOD Skillbridge program. And so instead of just spending 10 seconds on the slide and letting everybody go to the website by themselves, I started going base to base and collecting the different flyers, you know, with some of the different organizations, you know, out there. And so I'd laugh because, you know, I wasn't working for any of these programs, yet I would sit there and promote all of the programs out there. And what really caught my eye about the IVMF and Onward to Opportunity was the fact that it wasn't just giving you a certification, it was that, you know, that, that tag of finding lifetime employability um, mm. and really just an end-to-end -end training program, you know, that's gonna get you to where you wanna go. Wow, and okay, so, Share with us a little bit about the actual the, the specific programs, you know, and where do you see where do you see our veterans plugging in and taking advantage? So starting out with the uh, Institute for Veterans and Military Families, um, we're we're here to serve. We serve those who serve, basically. And so mm -hmm. if there's a need in a community, the IVMF, you know, wants to make sure that we're able to get there and support that need. And it's anything from uh, community uh, service support programs. Uh, the uh, certification programs, employability, all the way to entrepreneurship as well. And Onward to Opportunity is one of several programs that falls underneath the, the Institute for Veterans and Military Families umbrella. Yeah. Um, and our, you know, our, um, our niche, I guess you could say, is those relevant in-demand certifications and that end-to-end -end training um, that is gonna help those service members uh, get to that place that they wanna be post-transition. Um, mm -hmm. It's not just about getting a job, it's finding that meaningful employment. And, you know, do you help them with training for all industries or are there just specific industries? Well, right now we have 30 plus different certifications that we do offer nationwide. Okay. Uh, we are in the test pilot phase with several others and we also have many IT certifications uh, right now that are available in the test pilot phase in uh, Maryland, uh, Virginia, and North Carolina as well, which eventually are gonna make their way, you know, out west here. Make their way out west. And what do you, what do you see, you know, currently, you know, in, in the current job market, what are the, 
more popular certifications? What, what do people seem to be gravitating to these days? Well, definitely right now it is the project management professional or okay. that PMP certification offered by the uh, PMI Institute or the yep. Project Management Institute, excuse me. Is that one just like head and shoulders above the rest? Generally, and these are just crude numbers. Sure. If I if I take sure. a, if I take we're a, not quoting you. If I take a if I take a cohort, about half my cohort is either going to be at entry level project management, okay. or want the PMP certification, and then I'd say twenty five percent with human resources, yep. and about twenty five percent for anything that falls underneath our IT umbrella. Wow. Okay. So about half for the project management, yes. and then roughly a quarter for HR, and then another rough. Like a quarter for IT. Correct. Got it. Okay. That's kind of where the times are going. Yes. In the current era that we're in. It's uh, it's interesting, though, to see. Um, you'll see, you know, for example, you'll have somebody that spends a career um, doing some sort of cybersecurity, you mm-hmm. know, for the military. Yep. And the next natural progression for them is to get that PMP certification um, so they can go practice that you know, on the yeah. outside and manage the projects instead of be, you know, instead of the ones, you know, actually doing the, you know, doing the work like they were, right. you know, on, uh, on active duty. Um, and it's been interesting with some of our, you know, newer initiatives, like I said, those that we're piloting out on the East Coast, I do see the uh, technology piece, you know, stepping up a little bit, you know, yeah. as time goes on. So what does that, what does that look like? You know, you, you've said it several times, lifetime employability. You know, when walk us through someone comes to onward to opportunity, what does that initial engagement look like through getting their certificate to getting employment? So what we do when we, you know, how we run our programs, again, we have the 16 different installations through, uh, throughout the U.S., as well as an online program. Yeah. Um, what's unique about the installations is we all do the same things, but we all tailor it to the communities, you know, that we live in. Um, so same things. It's just, you know, it may be presented differently. You know, different companies may be more relevant out there. Here in San Diego County, um, at San Diego and up at Camp Pendleton, we do three days in the classroom. We okay. call it Onward to Your Career. And we'll talk about anything from um, emotional intelligence, um, thriving versus surviving, the importance of digging into corporate culture, um, the things that um, service members, I don't know if they generally think about them while they're Mm -hmm. on active duty. I know some do. I know I didn't. (laughs) Sure. Um, And and, and so I definitely keep that in the back of my mind when, when we go through and do it. And then doing those three days, during those three days, we bring employers from San Diego County in, um, relevant resources, uh, to really just complement everything that that we facilitate um, during the three days, and then the next ninety days after mm-hmm. that is when they start their uh, certification coursework. It's all online. Wow! Um, and then we keep them engaged. We have a community engagement platform, you know, that they're able to access not just to uh, um, access their coursework, but um, I post. Um, anything and everything that I can find in San Diego County, you know, that's going on. You know, for example, next, I think on the 28th, there's a uh, Hilton event, you know, that's going to go out on the core. And again, I just encourage people to go check it out, you know, meet some people, network, because right. networking. When is that event? 
say again? When is that event? It's on the uh, 28th, May 28th um, okay. with Hilton. And again, it's just, we're all so intertwined. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because uh, it, it's just one of those things where I really encourage people to go and, and check it out, especially if you haven't really figured out what you want to, uh, to do. Um, but you had mentioned the lifetime employability. Yeah. The jobscape has, has really changed. And mm. I think I really realized this personally a couple of years ago when I was applying for different jobs. Um, the old days of, you know, you going to school, you going to work for a career and then retiring, um, they're fastly changing. And so why we were people like myself, you know, my parents were siloed maybe with a specific company for their entire life. Things have definitely changed on the jobscape now. And we tell service members that this probably isn't going to be your last job. Um, and, and so it's keeping that mindset of, you know, just because I have a job now doesn't mean I turn off all these other things, you know, that I've worked so hard to achieve as far as, you know, figuring out, you know, who I am. Um, what are my values? Yeah. You know, what are the company's values? Do they align? Um, you know, what does upward mobility look like? You know, do I really want that vertical growth right now? Or, you know, do I need to work on myself horizontally so I could be like that missing puzzle piece? you know, for a company, you know, when I get that interview, you know, to go in there. So um, it's wrapping it up and letting people know that this isn't probably something that's just going to stop after the first job. Right. And critical, yes. critical. Where, you know, people are listening to this. Where do they go to find more information? Well, for starters, if you're interested in anything that the Institute for Veterans and Military Families has to offer, um, if you go to the um, the website, IVF, or excuse me, IVMF.SYR.EDU, Okay. And then also for Onward to Opportunity, if you're interested in the program, um, we encourage you to go check out the website. Um, there's tabs at the bottom of the page itself for Camp Pendleton and San Diego. A member of our team will reach out to you, you know, invite you to an information session, and just really tell you a little bit more about the program. Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest thing, guys, is, and gals, is to get informed. Yes. Know what's out there. Know what your resources are. And start digging in. You know, and then and then you got to start building your network. You got to meet people, and you got to get exposed to a wide range of different stuff. And you figure out what you like and what you don't like. Absolutely, Catherine. Thank you so much for coming Thanks on. So much, James. Some parting words for our network and our listeners. If you're interested in the program or in transition itself, go ahead, go to the website, sign up on the website. Um, you can uh, find out more about the program. Find out more about what the IVMF has to offer. We're here to serve those who serve. Thank you so much. Thank you for what you do. Folks, get out there and rise up. <laughs>